0: Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is Wednesday of the second week of Easter. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And with your spirit.
0: To prepare ourselves, let us call to mind our sins. to to pray pray for for me to to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy.
1: Lord, have mercy.
0: Christ, have mercy.
1: Christ, have mercy.
0: Lord, have mercy.
1: Lord, have mercy.
0: Let us pray. As we recall year by year the mysteries by which... Through the restoration of its original dignity, human nature has received the hope of rising again. We earnestly beseech your mercy, Lord, that what we celebrate in faith, we may possess in unending love. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The high priest intervened with all his supporters from the party of the Sadducees. Prompted by jealousy, they arrested the apostles and had them put in the common jail. But at night, the angel of the Lord opened the prison gates and said as he led them out, Go and stand in the temple and tell the people all about this new life. They did as they were told. They went into the temple at dawn and began to preach. When the high priest arrived, he and his supporters convened the Sanhedrin, this was the full senate of Israel, and sent to the jail for them to be brought. But when the officials arrived at the prison, they found that they were not inside, so they went back and reported, We found the jail securely locked, and the warders on duty at the gates, but when we unlocked the door, we found no one inside. When the captain of the temple and the chief priest heard this news, they wondered what this could mean. Then a man arrived with fresh news. At this very moment, he said, the men you imprisoned are in the temple. They are standing there preaching to the people. The captain went with his men and fetched them. They were afraid to use force in case the people stoned them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise always on my lips. In the Lord, my soul shall make its boast. The humble shall hear and be glad. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. Glorify the Lord with me. Together, let us praise his name. I sought the Lord and he answered me. From all my terrors, he set me free. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. Look towards him and be radiant. Let your faces not be abashed. This poor man called. The Lord heard him and rescued him from all his distress. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. The angel of the Lord is encamped around those who revere him to rescue them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. He is happy who seeks refuge in him. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. Alleluia, alleluia. God loved the world so much, he gave us his only son, that all who believe in him might have eternal life. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit.
0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John.
1: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: Jesus said to Nicodemus, God loved the world so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not be lost, but may have eternal life. For God sent his Son into the world, not to condemn the world, but so that through him the world might be saved. No one who believes in him will be condemned. But whoever refuses to believe is condemned already, because he has refused to believe in the name of God's only Son. On these grounds is sentence pronounced. That though the light has come into the world, men have shown they prefer darkness to the light because their deeds were evil. And indeed, everybody who does wrong hates the light and avoids it, for fear his actions should be exposed. But the man who lives by the truth comes out into the light, so that it may be plainly seen that what he does is done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So we kick off today with one of the most famous passages in Scripture, John three sixteen, that God loved the world so much that He gave His only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him may not be lost but may have eternal life. It's one of the most famous passages in Scripture. In fact. It's probably more common in the United States, but you know, you could be watching American professional sports, and as they pan through the crowd there'll be someone holding up a sign that says, "John 3:: 16, pointing exactly to this verse. It's not uncommon to see John 3:16 tattooed on people's arms. It's a favorite, and it's a crowd pleaser. And we, we can see why God loved the world so much that He sent His only Son. Jesus is the gift. Of the Father. But as beautiful as this one verse is, it's important that we don't pull it out of its context because when we leave it within the discourse between Jesus and Nicodemus, this verse shines out even more than if you plucked it out and tattooed it on your arm. So let's go back and check the highlights of this conversation. So the Lord says to Nicodemus, look, you've got to be born from above. What's born of the flesh is flesh. What's born of the spirit is spirit. To be born is to receive new life. In the flesh, we receive the new life we have from our parents, the kind of life that they have, which is human life. But, says Jesus, now there's a new birth, a birth that comes from above, a birth of water and the spirit. And the kind of life that we receive in the Spirit is spiritual life, God's kind of life, eternal life. And Jesus then goes on to say, well, look, we we speak about the things that we know, that we've experienced. And I speak about heavenly things because this is what I know. Because no one has gone up to heaven except the one who came down from heaven, the Son of Man who is in heaven. And the Son of Man will be lifted up as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so that everyone who believes may have eternal life through him. So then here comes the famous bit, that God loved the world so much that he gave his only Son. Now, Jesus has already made mention of being born. Being born of the flesh makes you flesh. Being born of the spirit makes you spirit. That what you receive from your parents is the kind of life that they possess. Born of the flesh, flesh. Born of the spirit, spirit. Now, what is Jesus saying about himself? God loved the world so much that he gave his only son. God sent his Son into the world not to condemn the world. So, if God has a Son, it means that the life which the Son has received is the life of the Father. God's kind of life. Eternal life. Spiritual life. So Jesus has spent some time telling Nicodemus where he comes from. I come from heaven, and that's why I can speak of heavenly things and make a revelation of what is heavenly. But not just that he's there as the divine teacher, but he is there as the source of divine life, that having been lifted up as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, that he would become the source of new life, of divine life, that through him the world might be saved and receive new life, to be born in the Spirit. So where are we up to then? That Jesus, as the only Son of the Father, is the one who possesses the life of the Father. He's God because he is the Son of God. But by means of his saving death, he is going to give his life to us. And how do we receive that life of Jesus? How do we share in his saving death and resurrection? By receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, by being born from above. God sent his Son into the world to give his life for the world, and his life is poured out upon the world through the Holy Spirit. And if we receive the life of the Son of the Father, what do we become? We too become sons and daughters of God. The adoptive sons and daughters of God. We're brought into his family, that celebrated phrase that we are made sons in the Son. Sons and daughters, of course, in the only begotten Son of God. All right, you can spend a lifetime meditating on that. But we can start to see something of God's logic. He sends his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but precisely so that through him, through his saving death, by pouring out his life, that the world would be made his sons and daughters, that they would receive the birth not just of flesh, but the birth of the Spirit. I'm going to let St. Paul finish by summarizing all of this. This is a quote from the 8th chapter of the letter to the Romans. The spirit you received is not the spirit of slaves bringing fear into your lives again. It is the spirit of sons. And it makes us cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself and our spirit bear united witness that we are children of God. And if we are children, we are heirs as well, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, sharing his sufferings so as to share his glory. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For For the the kingdom, kingdom, the power, and the glory glory are yours, now now and forever. Let us welcome Christ in our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot, at this moment, receive you sacramentally, Come at least spiritually into my heart.
1: I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you You participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that, as you did at Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us